Hello, welcome to episode 11 of the Creating Happy Writers podcast. Thank you for joining me as we delve into the exciting world of writing and publishing non-fiction books and everything in between. My name is Steph Caswell and I'm an author and writing coach on a mission to help you find confidence and happiness in your writing journey. To explore what it means to be a writer. Because writing is more than getting words on a page. It's more than holding your finished book in your hands. It's about the personal journey we go on as writers, the challenges and the triumphs we face on a regular basis. But it's not just about that. I want to empower you to write a book in your niche, to become the go-to expert, because you can use a book to grow your business and be a thought leader in your field. You just have to know how to do it. I'm also an avid reader and feel we can learn much from the writers who've gone before us. So during these episodes, I'll be sharing books I think you'll love and learn from too. So without further ado, let's crack on with today's episode. Today, we'll be diving into the world of planning your nonfiction book. Sounds like a snore fest, but I promise you it isn't. I'll be sharing five easy steps you can do to get the planning process underway and make it enjoyable. If you have little to no idea how to plan your book, you are not alone. It's a common problem many aspiring new nonfiction authors have. You've got all that content swirling around in your head. You just don't know what to do with it. But following this process really will help you get that content out of your head and onto paper, which really feels like an enormous weight off your shoulders, believe me. So grab your notebook and biscuits of choice and let's get started with your big picture plan. Before we get into the nitty gritty, you may be wondering why the heck you need to plan your book. Often when people try to write, they sit down without a plan and just write. Normally, this only gets them so far. In the world of fiction writing, these authors are affectionately known as pantsers, flying into the writing process by the seat of their pants, letting their characters lead the way. Those who plan meticulously are called plotters. They know every detail about every chapter. Surprises and plot twists are rare. I sit somewhere in the middle, Maybe that makes me a planter. Who knows? But with non-fiction writing, having a more detailed plan and outline can be so helpful and give your book a better structure. I'm firmly in the planner camp on this one. Your big picture plan and your outline, which includes what you'll put in each chapter, take the overwhelm away. How much you plan is entirely up to you. It's a personal preference. But hopefully this podcast episode will give you the clarity and the confidence to start and hopefully continue. So let's get to know your big picture planning. If you're anything like me, you'll have had a book idea swirling around in your head for a while, months or even years. It's time to empty your head of all your ideas. I like to think they've been percolating like a fine wine, ready to be decanted onto the page. How you do this bit at the planning stage is up to you. I've used spider diagrams in notebooks, lists on pieces of flip chart paper and, most recently, a board on Trello. 
Now, if you've never heard of Trello, it's an online tool that allows you to organize your projects digitally. It's almost like a very fancy spreadsheet. um, And I'm a very visual learner. So these types of things work really well for me. You need to use whatever works for you. But if you haven't had a look at Trello and you're interested, I really strongly advise you to, to check it out. There are five stages to the planning process. So I want to look at them in more detail. The first is the brain dump, and it does exactly what it says on the tin. It's an opportunity for you to take all your ideas and dump them down onto paper or a Trello board. Just go with the flow. Set a timer for 15 or 20 minutes, an intense block of time to get your thoughts down. It might not sound like enough time, but actually doing it with this very small 15 to 20 minute slot really forces you to, to work hard and get everything down. And it's there's a strange sort of intensity to it um, as you're doing it. Then find a space where you won't be disturbed. Turn off any distractions. Fire up your Trello board or your piece, get your piece of paper and a pen. Start your timer and in that 15 to 20 minutes, write down everything you can possibly think of about your book's content. Whatever you do, don't try to justify or second guess your choices. Just let them flow out. The time to sort them out comes later. Keep writing and writing until the timer goes. You'll be surprised at the gems you unearth when you really dig deep. When the timer goes, sit back and relax. It's an intense process, but also an immensely satisfying one. Leave your list or your board or your spider diagram and put it to one side for one moment. Over the next few days, you'll begin to think of other ideas to add. It'll be when you're doing the most unlikely tasks, taking a shower, walking the dog, plucking your eyebrows. This is one of the reasons I've started using Trello, as I can add to my board by using the app on my phone when I'm out and about. At this point, I might sound like I secretly work for Trello and this is an ad campaign, but it isn't. I promise you, I'm just a fan. Keep adding to your list of ideas for the next few days. You'll keep adding to it as you outline and then writing your first draft. Your brain won't be creative at a time that suits you. So keep your notebook handy and transfer your ideas as they come to you. Again, don't analyse them, just jot them down. Some will never get used and that's fine. This isn't the time to worry about that. The next step is organising these thoughts into groups. So you've had all the brilliant ideas, but they're probably a little haphazard. As you've been dumping these ideas down, you've probably realised you're able to see some common themes between them, the ways in which you can group some of the ideas together. This is the starting point for your chapter headings. If you've done your brain dump on a sheet of paper, it's time to make things pretty. Grab a few different coloured pens or highlighters. Using one colour, start to highlight or circle ideas that could be grouped together under one common topic. Once you've found all the ideas that fit together, choose another colour and repeat the process. Keep going until you've grouped all your ideas in groups of colours. Don't worry about what these groups are going to be called just yet. If you've got some that don't fit into any group, don't panic. We'll come to those in a minute. If you're using Trello, start creating lists of ideas, grouping common ones together in one list and then creating another list for the next group. I then use the labels feature to group things and keep it pretty. The third step is to group your headings. 
things are slowly beginning to take shape now. You're able to see ideas that come under a common theme. If you're not using Trello, you will need another sheet of paper. You'll need to create lists or columns now. Each column represents one of the colours you've used to highlight or circle. On your sheet of paper, write down everything under one colour in one list, then repeat for all the other colours. So you've now got lists of common ideas. If you've been using Trello all along, you'll have done this when creating your board. Now is the time to look at each list. What might be a good title for that particular list? What umbrella name could all the ideas be grouped under? These titles are going to become your working chapter headings. Note the word working. Nothing is set in stone at this stage. It's just initial planning. Go to each list in turn and think of a name for it. If you're using Trello, make this the title of each list. If you're on paper, write down the potential chapter heading at the top of each column. Now things are looking a little bit tasty. Your chapters are developing in front of your very eyes and a structure begins to take shape. But what about those pesky ideas that didn't fit under any category or in any list? Look at them again. Can they go anywhere now you've begun sorting your ideas further? If not, are they big enough to be chapters on their own? If not, it's time to get brutally honest. Either leave them to one side to look at again once you're outlining, or if you're brave, strike them off altogether. In fiction, this is called killing your darlings. In non-fiction, I'm going to call it getting rid of stuff that doesn't fit anywhere. Trusting your gut instinct often works well at this stage. And remember, it's not as though you can't add them in at another time during the writing process. Your fourth step is all about editing your lists. Look at the Trello board or the lists you've created. It's time to get out the metaphorical red pen, or the real one, if that works for you. From now on, we're going to call these lists your chapters, because this is a podcast about writing, not shopping. Take one chapter at a time and ask yourself these questions. Is this essential to the chapter? Is this idea under the best chapter heading or do I need to move it to another? Have I repeated this idea in another way in any other part of this chapter? Do I want to include this idea? Does it contribute to the reader's journey? How? If there's anything that doesn't cut the mustard, cross it out or delete it from your board. If you're not sure yet, Leave it for now, and when you're writing your draft, you may find that it doesn't quite fit where you expected it to, or it doesn't fit at all. And the final step is tying up your loose ends. Once you've done the bulk of your book plan, you'll have a few loose ends to tie up. The first is your book title. You might have an idea for a book title already, but I would urge you to keep it as a working title for the time being. Once you've written the book, you'll be able to look back and decide whether it's still the right choice. Try not to get bogged down with this decision. It really is just an idea at the moment. You'll have plenty of other opportunities to work on it. The next loose end is your introduction. The most daunting thing to write, and it's the most daunting thing when it's the first word of the very first page of your book. In non-fiction, this is almost always your introduction. You stare at the blinking cursor and wonder what on earth you should write. It's often the stumbling block for many. Well, here's how to make it easier. Write the introduction last. 
plan for it last too. How on earth are you supposed to know what you're introducing if you haven't written it yet? The same can be said for the small introductions to each chapter. Plan for each one once you've planned out the rest of the chapter. There'll be a future podcast episode about writing introductions, but in the meantime, do take a look on my website where I've put together a really useful blog post on this topic. The third loose end is storytelling and anecdotes. Stories have been part of the fabric of society for thousands of years. Our brains are wired to tell stories and to listen to them. And non-fiction books need stories to make them entertaining to read. Some of the best books I've read have stories at the heart of them. During the planning stage, simply jot down any stories you wish to use to illustrate any points you're trying to make. If it's not a story, it might be a case study from a client you've worked with. You don't need to elaborate and write the full story at this point. Just write down a quick reminder. One other area to think about is research. The amount of research you need to do for your book will vary, depending on your existing knowledge and also the tone of your book. Some authors like to share statistics to back up points they're making. Others like to cite further research that readers can go away and read. In the big picture planning phase, simply write down the research you need to do, rather than worrying about the precise content of it. You just need a quick reminder so that when it comes to outlining and writing your first draft, you're aware of what needs to be done. Will you have any contributors or professionals? During this initial planning phase, put some thought into who else needs to come on board this book journey with you. Contributors are often people who are experts in their field. You know you'd love them to write a chapter or a few pages for your book to add greater depth to your work. Now's the time to approach them with exactly what you'd like them to do. It's also the time to think about editors, cover designers and proofreaders. These professionals will help your book be the best it can be. But don't underestimate how busy they are. So there you have it. You're ready to begin your big picture plan. You'll feel a real sense of excitement as you piece together the first stages of your book structure. But just remember, this is an initial plan. It's likely the chapters will move around and change once you begin outlining and writing. Avoid spending hours fretting over this big picture plan. Instead, simply get all your ideas down and put them into what seems like a logical order. Once you've completed it, it's time to move on to your outline, where the real fun and games begin. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It feels like I shared so much there. I hope you didn't find it too overwhelming. Do go back and listen again and pause it at the relevant points and try some of the activities that I mentioned to help you get your plan underway. I do hope, despite how involved it was as an episode you feel inspired and motivated to start planning rather than just thinking about it i'd be so grateful if you could leave a review on your favorite podcast platform much like book reviews podcast reviews can make all the difference in getting more listeners and spreading the creating happy writers message and if you know another writer who'd enjoy these episodes do share it with them too you can also give me a shout out on social media using the hashtag creating happy writers If you'd like to connect, you can find me at creatinghappywriters.com and on Instagram and Facebook at, you guessed it, Creating Happy Writers. If you'd like further support to write a book in your niche, you can buy a copy of my book, Dare to Write, How to Confidently Write a Non-Fiction Book to Grow Your Business, which takes you on the journey from initial idea to publication. 
All links are in the show notes. So until next time, happy writing. <laughs>